Welcome to another episode of Old Time Detective and Mystery Radio from SolveMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite radio detectives. Today we bring you The Adventures of the Falcon from the 1950 episode, The Case of the Double Exposure. Please remember to like, share, comment, or subscribe so you won't miss any additional episodes. The Kraft Foods Company brings you The Adventures of the Falcon, starring Les Damon. Hello? Yes, this is the Falcon speaking. Oh, Lois. I'm glad you called. You'll have to include me out tonight, Angel. I've sort of got a date with a blonde. What do I mean, sort of? Well, I'm not sure of her. You see, this gal likes to leave her man hanging. This is Ed Hurley, friends, inviting you on behalf of the Kraft Foods Company to listen to The Adventures of the Falcon. You met the Falcon first in his best-selling novels. Then you saw him in his thrilling motion picture series. Now join him on the air when the Falcon solves... The Case of the Double Exposure. Sunday afternoon and time for another thrilling adventure of the Falcon. But first, a word about another kind of adventure. An adventure in flavor. For right now at your grocer's, there's a wonderful new salad oil for use in your homemade salad dressings, your cooking, your baking. It's Kraft Salad Oil. The first salad oil ever offered for your home use by the makers of all those wonderful Kraft prepared dressings. Now, Kraft Salad Oil is more than just a new oil. It's a new kind of oil, a lighter-bodied oil to mix quickly and perfectly with all other ingredients. That's because it's not just refined. It's superfined by a special process created by Kraft. Yes, superfined to put new magic into the salad dressings you make yourself, into those wonderful chiffon cakes you pride yourself on, into every home recipe that calls for liquid shortening. Don't wait to get acquainted with Kraft Salad Oil. Look for the bottle with the beautiful label tomorrow at your grocer's. Get Kraft Salad Oil. And now, the case of the double exposure. It is early Sunday evening in New York, and a black chauffeur-driven sedan tears along one of the more deserted roads of the Bronx. In the back seat, a gentleman relaxes. His name is James Arcaro. Mr. Arcaro is a man who knows his way around, but at the moment he has begun to have his doubts. Say, Ralph, wasn't that Marshall Parkway? I guess it was, Mr. Arcaro. Well, what are we doing here? I told you I wanted to go to Eileen Chambers' place. I must have misunderstood you. Wait a minute. You're not Ralph? No. Where is he? Let's just say he was indisposed, so he sent me in his place. Stop the car. Anything you say, Mr. Arcaro. What do you think you're doing? I'm going to open the door for you. What for? I'm not getting out. I got 500 bucks and a gun that says you're wrong. What's the idea? Ah, uh, you know. You're just trying to make conversation. All right, Arcaro, out of the car. Okay. Uh, tell me something, pal. Sure, but stay where you are and keep your hands at your side. Can I smoke? Yeah, but never mind reaching in your coat pocket. You can have one of mine. Here. You spare a light? Why not? 
Happy now? Yeah. I just wanted to get a look at you. I don't think it's going to do you much good, Mr. Carroll. You never can tell. Your name's Ford, ain't it? Well, I'm flattered. I didn't think a big shot like you would know a peasant like me. Who are you working for? None of your business. You're one of Marvin Draper's boys, aren't you? Who? Marvin Draper. Ah, oh, come on, Ford, admit it. What do you got to lose? You all through with that cigarette? Were you the boy who took care of my partner, too? I don't know what you're talking about. Eddie Hutton. They tell me six months ago he took a dive in the Hudson River, forgot to come up. Now, how could that happen? Maybe because he was wearing a cement bathing suit. I wouldn't know, Mr. Arcaro. That's out of my line. Now, let's get this over with. Okay, Ford. But, but I'd like to ask you one other favor. What? Well, uh, maybe you hear I, I'm kind of proud of this face. I, I wouldn't like it to mess it up. Uh, how about uh, giving it to me in the back of the head, huh? Oh, that's a reasonable request. I don't see why I can't accommodate you. Turn around. You ready? Wait a minute, Ford. Uh, can you uh, work a little closer? Why not? How's this? I, I can't see. I'm practically on top of you now. That's all I wanted to know. Let go, I said. Let go. Go be nice to people. Who's there? Open up, Ford. It's the police. Oh, sure. Just a second. Well, if it ain't Sergeant Corbett. Darned if it ain't. It's on your mind, Sergeant. Where were you at 9 o'clock tonight? Right here. Now, that's interesting. Why do you suppose Jimmy Arcaro told us you were with him? What? You're a pretty careless fella. Next time you leave a man for dead, you better take a saliva test. What are you talking about? He was found by a prowl car 20 minutes after you left. You're lying. I pumped... Go on, Ford. What were you going to say? You pumped two slugs in him? Sure. But he didn't die instantly. He was obliging enough to stick around for that prowl car and give him your name before he kicked off. Who are you trying to kid? Don't believe me, huh? And how would I know that our caro put up a battle before you killed him? You're crazy. And you're careless. You should wear overalls when you're working. What's that spot doing on your pants? Huh? Where? Right near the cuff. Don't tell me it's lipstick. Come on, get wise to yourself, Ford. You're through. Your only chance is to play ball with us. No. I'm telling you, yes. Did Marv Draper put you up to this? Come on, Ford. Don't be a patsy. Why should Draper get away while you burn? Draper had nothing to do with it. Then who hired you? I don't know. You don't know. So help me, Sergeant. It's the truth. When I got home last night, there was an envelope under my door with five bills in it and a note. What kind of a note? Said if I knocked off her care, it'd be another 500 tonight. Was there? No. Where's the original note? I tore it up. You're lying. Why should I? Listen, you punk. I want the truth. Who hired you to kill Jimmy Arcaro? I tell you, I don't know. Well, until I find out, I'm going to make it so hot for you that when you sit in that seat at Sing Sing, you'll think you're squatting on an icebox. Now, let's go. Yes? I'm looking for Mike Waring. Who? Well, you know, the one they call the Falcon. Well, what's your name, Angel? Eileen Chambers. Uh, are you wearing? Yes, I'm afraid so. Come in. Uh, take off your coat. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Pardon? I was just thinking out loud. You wouldn't care for a drink? No. You sure? Positive. You sound like a girl who knows her own mind. I do. 
Yeah, I was afraid of that. Well, what can I do for you, Eileen? Eileen? Uh, an efficiency expert once told me that by calling women by their first name, during a year I might save as much as... Uh... Three seconds. Well, well, there's no telling. He thought it might be as much as five. <laughs> What's in your mind, Eileen? Uh, take a look at this. Certified copy of last will and testament of James Arcaro. Where'd you get this? From Mr. Arcaro's attorney. You benefit under the will? Read the last paragraph. Everything else I own, I leave to my good friend and partner, Eddie Hutton. However, in the event of Eddie Hutton's death before mine, then I desire my estate to go to my protege, Eileen Chambers. Ooh, not bad. You like it? I'm crazy about it. How much did a carol leave? What's your guess? Ooh, around a million. It's closer to two. Well, that's really worth shooting for, isn't it? Just what is that supposed to mean? Oh, when Joey Ford bumped Arcaro, he really did you a favor. I don't like that kind of talk, Mr. Waring. Mr. Arcaro was a very dear friend of mine. Mm. Were you related? No, we had no family. He was interested in my voice. Oh, I see. He thought I had the making of a great singer. Well, just goes to prove you can't judge by appearances. Now, I never would have taken Jimmy for a patron of the arts, but... Uh... Oh, well, that's beside the point. How do I come into this? Well, when I spoke to Arcaro's lawyer this morning, he showed a very strange reluctance to pay off. And you can't blame him, Eileen. Who can't? I think he's got something up his sleeve, and I want to find out what it is. Seems pretty obvious. Ford hasn't told the cops who he was working for. It was Marvin Draper. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, suppose it was you. What? Well, let's face it, Angel. Arcaro's lawyer must have thought of that possibility, and so will the police. Under Arcaro's will, you come into quite a bundle. Well, that was just an accident. Eddie Hutton would have gotten it all if he hadn't died before Jimmy. Mm -hmm, but he did, Eileen. And we mustn't forget it. According to the grapevine, Eddie Hutton died in October, about two months after this will was drawn. So you see where that places you. But that's just a temporary delay, isn't it? Once Ford confesses who hired him to kill Arcaro, I should have no trouble. None at all, Eileen. Unless, of course, he names you. Say, mister. Mister? Who, me? Yeah. Did you have to have a match with you? Uh, I think so. Here. Thanks. It's all right. Keep the whole pack. If you want to keep your health, you'll behave yourself. What is this? Just walk around the corner. I got a car waiting. Why bother? I can get a cab. Don't be cute. You've read enough books to know why I'm keeping this hand in my pocket. Oh, yes. Forgive the oversight. I'll start walking. Look, friend, I don't want to be difficult, but you got the wrong boy. You're Mike Waring, the Falcon, aren't you? Yeah. Well, then don't worry about any mistakes. My brother wants to talk to you. Your brother? Yeah. He's waiting for you in the car. Here he is, Eddie. Nice going, Alex. Get in, Waring. I yeah, sure be glad to. All right, Alex, let's go. Right. Any place in particular you want Alex to drop you, Waring? Yeah, police headquarters would be fine. Well, I'm afraid that's a little out of our way. All right, now, look, what's this all about? Don't tell me you don't recognize me. No, I can't say I do. Ah, such is fame. To think only six months ago, my picture was all over the front pages. Hey, wait a second. Yes? You're Jimmy Arcaro's partner, Eddie Hutton. You hear that, Alex? Yeah. Give the man a cigar. But I thought... I was at the bottom of the Hudson River. <laughs> you can't believe anything you read these days, can you? 
I heard Marvin Draper took care of you. Oh, he was thinking of it, so I thought I'd better disappear. Yeah. What made you come back? I got a wire from Alex this morning telling me that Arcaro was dead and you were working for Eileen Chambers. My, my, how news travels. Uh, if you got a fee out of her, you ought to return it. Why? Because you can't earn it. Under the terms of Jimmy's will, all his money goes to me. Uh, Miss Chambers won't get a dime now. So, uh, she'd better start saving her money. Has a flavor so pleasing. Miracle Whip. Tastes so lively, so teasing. Miracle Whip. Only one of its kind. Miracle Whip. Best salad dressing you'll find. Miracle Whip is the only one of its kind. Because it's different, a different type of salad dressing. Made from a secret craft recipe. Miracle Whip combines the best qualities of boiled dressing and old-fashioned mayonnaise. So it's truly distinctive and delicious. With a flavor millions of folks call just exactly right. Try it, won't you? One taste will tell you why it's America's favorite salad dressing. The one and only Miracle Whip. Now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. An hour has passed since Mike had his little interview with Eddie and Alex Hutton. And now, as we find him, he is relaying the information to his clients. Four, one, seven, seven. Yes? Hello, is that you, Eileen? Who is this? Mike Waring. I didn't think I'd hear from you for quite a while. Well, I told you I was a fast worker. <clears throat> I've got bad news for you, Angel. Bad news? As you know that two million bucks you were counting on? Don't. I don't understand you. Eddie Hutton is alive. <laughs> oh, so you're a comic, too. I'm not kidding. I saw him not more than an hour ago. All right, I give up. What's the gag? No gag. Don't talk like a fool, Mike. Eddie Hutton's at the bottom of the Hudson River. Oh, not by a long shot. I'm sorry, Eileen. Still, it was awfully nice knowing you. Uh, maybe we can get together on something else. Hmm? Listen, Waring, you won't get away with this double cross. Now, you're wrong, Angel. I don't believe in threats. Oh, but but it... before you make one, uh, hold the phone, huh? There's someone at my door. <laughs> Speak of the devil. I want to talk to you, Waring. There's no point in playing repeat engagement, Hutton. I've already convinced you're alive. I was just telling Eileen. Is, is she here? No, I'm talking to her on the phone. Well, tell her. Tell her... What's the matter with you? Uh, Hutton. Hutton! Hello, Eileen, you still there? Yes, I'm not through with you. No, I'll say you're not. Forget what I told you about Eddie Hutton. But you said he wasn't dead. That was 20 seconds ago. Now he's gone and done it. Yeah? Marvin Draper. That's right. Who are you? Mike Waring. Well, come in. Thank you. Well, this is a pleasure, Mr. Waring. I've heard a great deal about you. I've heard a lot about you, Draper. Well, believe me, sir, I've done nothing to deserve it. Mm -hmm. You're just a little boy from down south came up to see the big city, huh? You're mocking me, Mr. Waring. You don't like that? No. So, if that's all you came here for... Uh, not quite. I... I thought we could talk a little business. 
I'm a private detective. Well, then you're wasting your time. I don't need one. You never know. Now, don't tell me that fellow who killed Arcaro confessed he was hired by me. No, but remember a man named Eddie Hutton? Mm, vaguely. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if the police want to talk to you about his murder. Well, they're a little late, aren't they? Yeah, well, they couldn't help themselves. His body just turned up an hour ago. Where? At my place. That's very amusing. I don't think so. You mean you can't see the comic possibilities in a man returning from the bottom of the Hudson? He wasn't at the bottom. He was in hiding. Oh, well, then the police did me a great injustice when they queried me about his disappearance. You think I ought to sue them for the embarrassment they caused me? No, I'd wait, Draper, because they're bound to cause you a lot more. They couldn't prosecute you then because they had no corpus delicti. What do you think they'll say when I tell them there's one in my apartment? Well, I'm not a gambling man, sir. But um, I wouldn't mind risking a few bob wagering. I know what they'll tell you. Yeah, what? That you're crazy, Mr. Waring. <laughs> now, you just see if they don't. You must be out of your mind to think I'd swallow a yarn like that. I tell you, Sergeant, Eddie Hutton's body is in my apartment. How about Judge Crater? He there, too? All right, all right. Be smart. But when your boys get back... What boys? Well, didn't you send a detail to my place after I called you? Are you kidding? Listen, Corbett, I'm not clowning. No, I don't think you are. What's your angle, Mike? Angle? You must have one. You working for Draper? Would I come here if I were? I represent a girl named Eileen Chambers. Oh, she... Jimmy Carroll left us some dough in his will. Is that so? Oh, now look, Corbett, she didn't kill him. You said she collected under his will. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Has Ford talked yet? No. I'm beginning to think that story of his about the 500 bucks in the envelope is true. But you do believe Draper was behind that? Yeah. Okay, then this is your one chance to nail him. How? Through the murder of Eddie Hutton. You're going to start that again? Listen, Sergeant. Suppose Hutton was seen around town today. So? So this was a perfect spot for Draper to act. Somehow he poisoned him. Poisoned? Well, that's the only thing I could figure out. There wasn't a mark on the body. Ah, that makes a lot of sense. A man sits down with a guy he knows wants to kill him and lets himself be poisoned, just like that. All right, all right. Maybe he wasn't poisoned. I'm no doctor. Draper could have killed him a hundred different ways. Look, why don't we go over to my place and you can see for yourself. Okay, Mike, I'll go along with the gag. All I ask is one thing. I got no sense of humor, so be sure and tell me when to laugh. matter, Mike? Having trouble? No, I got it now. Uh, wait till I turn on the lights, sir. Where's Hutton? You're blind. He's right there, but... Hey, he's gone. Is this where I start to giggle? I give you my word, Sergeant. He was right on the floor there. Very funny. I haven't laughed so hard. Oh, don't be a sap. You think I'd bring you up here on a wild goose chase? No, that's what bothers me. What do you mean? You're not the kind of a boy who goes in for practical jokes. You must have had a reason for this, and when I find out what it is... Wait a minute. What for? Did you bring that copy of Eddie Hutton's fingerprints with you? Yeah. Well, when Hutton keeled over, his hand hit the top of my desk. So what? So he wasn't wearing gloves at the time. Where's your fingerprint kit? Get me a glass of water. You need water to run the test? No, I'm thirsty. Oh, you... Well, hurry it up, will you? How you doing? Be throw in a second. Look, if you don't find a copy of Hutton's prints on that desk, I'll eat it. 
Okay, Mike, start eating. This desk is absolutely clean. Hearty appetite, pal. This is Ed Hurley again, friends. I do want to tell you something I'm sure you mothers especially will want to know. It's how to get the finest cheese food you can buy for your family. It's simple, really. Just be sure you buy Velveeta, Kraft's delicious pasteurized processed cheese food. Velveeta tastes good, and it's so good for you, too. For Velveeta is rich in important food values from milk, and it's as digestible as milk itself. So it's perfect anytime for snacks, sandwiches, and grand hot dishes. Try it, won't you, Mother? Make Velveeta your handy helper. Just be sure you get genuine Velveeta, the pasteurized processed cheese food of top quality, made by Kraft. And now, back to the adventures of the Falcon. A short while ago, Mike was dumbfounded when, after promising Sergeant Corbett the body of Eddie Hutton, he discovered he couldn't deliver, for the body was gone without a trace. And understandably enough, the good sergeant sees very little humor in the situation. Now, let me tell you something, Mike. You're not going to get away with this. If you think you can pull a stunt like this and make me the stool. Oh, you're out of your mind, Sergeant. Oh, that's good. That's good, coming from you. I tell you, Eddie Hutton's body was here. Draper must have removed it. You would send a squad when I called Don't you. give me that. No, you're talking like a child. Why would I dream up a story like that about Hutton? I told you how his brother Alex hijacked me this afternoon. Well, for your information, Alex Hutton is in Florida. He's what? Yeah, he was picked up there a couple of days ago for making book. Before they let him go, they wired us if we wanted him for anything. So, if you've got anything else to say... Shut up. Who do you think you're talking to? I'm sorry, Corbett. I didn't mean it that way. You see what I see? Where? On the carpet, under the sofa. That pocket comb? Yes, that's not mine. Someone must have kicked it there. Where's your fingerprint outfit? Listen, Mike. Well, what have you got to lose? All right. Now, don't touch it. You got enough powder? Yeah. Well? Can't you be quiet for a minute? Well, what do you know? There's a right thumb and forefinger on here. Look at this copy. They both belong to Eddie Hutton. Well, what did I tell you? They take it all back. Where's your telephone? Come in. Hello, Waring. So he was in Florida, huh? Say, what goes on here? You're just the boy I want to see, Alex. Sergeant, meet Alex Hutton. Is he the one? Yeah, he's the one. I want to talk to you, Alex. Well, that makes us even, because I want to talk to you. Where's my brother? Eddie. Who did you think I meant? He's not here. I can see that for myself, but where is he? He left my place two hours ago and said he was coming here. Well? Well, he hasn't been back since. That's easy to understand, Alex. He's dead. I don't like those kind of jokes, Waring. It's the truth, Alex. I'm asking you for the last time. Where's my brother? I told you he's dead. You just won't be serious, will you? Mike! All right, you better put away the rod, Alex. This man's a sergeant with the New York police. Yeah, and I got a badge, too. I asked you a question, Waring. And I answered it to the best of my ability. Eddie's dead, and you better reconcile yourself to it. Who killed him? I don't know. Maybe Marvin Draper. Yeah, and maybe it was your client, Eileen Chambers. Why should she? I suppose you forgot all about Jimmy Arcaro's will. Now, with Eddie out of the way, she's going to be sitting pretty. Well, you've got a point there. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, friend. Eileen isn't going to live to spend a dime of that money. You better watch your step, Alex. They can burn you for this. Shall I tell you something, Waring? If I can get Eileen, it'll be worth it. 
I'll be seeing your friends. Well, 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 if it isn't Alex Hutton. You're surprised, Eileen? Not particularly. Come in. Well, let me have your coat. No, no thanks, baby. I don't think I'll be staying very long. That's where you're wrong, Alex. I... What's the idea of the gun? I'm just beating you to the drawer. Are you crazy? Well, wasn't that what you came here for? Of course not. Well, then why do you suppose Mike Waring made up the story? Mike Waring? That's right. You talked to him? Uh-huh. How? <laughs> for a smart boy, Alex, you made an awful boner. Didn't you ever hear of the telephone? Great invention. He didn't call Oh, him. yes, he did. He should be here any minute. Oh, there, that's probably him now. Uh, come in. Hi, Eileen. Hello, Mike. Who is your friend? Huh? Oh, that's right. You haven't met, have you? Eileen, this is Sergeant Corbett. Glad to know you, Miss Chambers. Thanks. Isn't she a great gal, Sergeant? Look how she's in command of the situation. Just like the Marines in Korea. Aren't you proud of me? Oh, Angel, what a question. You're all in this together. You better be careful with those accusations, Alex. Let me have the cannon, Eileen. What for? Well, that's an awfully big gun for a little girl like you to carry. Oh, I don't mind. Don't think I'm swallowing this routine, because I'm not. You're all partners. Where's our motive? Two million bucks that Jimmy Arcaro left my brother. Sure. You hired Ford to kill Jimmy, and then one of you poisoned Eddie. You're wrong, Alex. Yeah, but then where is he? Where he's been for the past six months at the bottom of the Hudson. What are you babbling about? That guy who died over at my place was a plant you dug up for the occasion. Are you nuts, Mike? Next you'll be saying he hired Ford to kill Jimmy Arcaro, too. Why, Sergeant, how did you guess? You took the words right out of my mouth. Now, admit it, Eileen, isn't this cozy? I still don't see why we couldn't have brought your friend along. My friend? Mm Mm-hmm, Sergeant Corbett. I think he's cute. Oh, really, Eileen? You disappoint me. Why, if I told you some of the things I know about Corbett... I'd much rather you told me about Alex Hutton. Oh, believe me, he's a much nicer guy. Even though he did hire Ford to kill Jimmy Acaro. Why? Well, so that Acaro's will would go into effect. You see, under its terms, if Eddie Hutton was alive at the time, he'd come into everything. That's why Alex showed up with his brother's double. Well, why did he kill him later? Well, the man had performed his purpose. All Alex wanted to establish was that his brother lived longer than a cow. In that way, your interest would be wiped out, and everything would then go to Eddie Hutton. Well, how did that affect Alex? Well, if Eddie Hutton survived a cow, the money would go to Eddie's next of kin. Not to me? Nope. So, naturally, Alex tried to convince us that his brother had lived longer than a cow. Once he had me convinced, he removed the body. Why? Well, he couldn't afford to let it be found again, because then it would be easy to prove the man was a phony. But with my story that I had talked to Eddie Hutton today, plus the fingerprints on the pocket comb he planted in my apartment, Alex had all he needed to substantiate his case. Well, what was his mistake? Oh, well, he made several. For one thing, he knew that the man who died in my place was a victim of poisoning. Well, how could he know that when he'd never seen the body? Then his hokey threat about killing you was a boner, too. Don't you think he meant it? No, of course not. He did that for effect. He wanted to show us he was all broken up over his brother's death and that he felt you were responsible. <laughs> you don't really believe he forgot we could telephone ahead and warn you. He wanted us to stop him. Now, Alex wasn't taking any chances of getting in trouble with two million bucks in sight. Which now belongs to me? Which now belongs to you. Now, does that take care of all your questions? All but one. 
Just ask it, Angel. What time is it? Uh, ten o'clock. Why? I don't want to be late for my appointment with uh, Sergeant Corbett. Oh, 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 you don't mean that. Uh-huh. He's waiting for me at the Belvedere. Well, what's he got that I haven't got? Me? And two million dollars. Good night, Mike. Friends, America's defense program has placed on the Red Cross one of the greatest responsibilities it has ever had to assume. Now, in addition to day-to-day aid to the sick and injured, the Red Cross must extend its services to the men of our growing armed forces in camps and hospitals, at home and overseas. Now, too, the Red Cross must recruit, train, and equip millions of home defense volunteers in first aid and home nursing. And the Red Cross system of blood banks must be expanded to meet greater civilian and military needs. That's why Red Cross needs your help. By giving as generously as you can to the Red Cross, you are helping to mobilize for the defense of your family, your community, your country. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.